everybody and welcome to another episode of the black retreat i am your host misha l and this is <laughs> and this is my absolute special guest aston bill <laughs> i'm so excited to have you i'm excited so i always started off with how i met my guest mm-hmm. Fun fact, we just met today, but <laughs> technically. Technically in person. Yeah. But we actually met on I guess it would be Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. We were both writing on a show called Blacker the Berry. And uh, he commissioned us to write um on that show. And we were in a, a Zoom group. Yeah. And then we ended up breaking up into a smaller group. Um and I think that's when we clicked. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, <laughs> so what did you think of me when you first... No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> it's like, we going to go there already? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I thought you were hella cool, though. No, like, I, I, I definitely thought you were cool. Like, you were one of the, the few people who seemed, like, mature. I'm mature. Mature. <laughs> You were mature. You were very like everybody. Let's all come together <laughs> and let's all be on one accord. Yeah, let's work together. And I was like, yeah, this is what we need. <laughs> Please, somebody take control. That is very funny <laughs> because I always think I'd be acting up, like especially no. when Sam be in charge. I'd be like, I'm gonna just do whatever I want to do. But no. It was definitely, definitely a delight mm-hmm. getting to know you. And I'm, I'm like really excited. Like y'all don't understand because <laughs> me and Aston, we be talking to each other on social media. Like we know each other already. Absolutely. And when I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be Aston today. I was very hype about it. So y'all get to meet him with me. And this is, it's, it's a treat. Yeah. It's a treat for me. So it's a treat for me as well. So I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted you guys to hear something. So I um, I told Aston, I was like, you know, I just need like some background on you. Um, so can you write a little bio about yourself? And um, it's late. Um, this is the first After Dark podcast that I'm shooting. So we're going to get a little grown and sexy. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> oh. I'm totally kidding. But y'all listen to this. This was Aston's first line of his bio. Aston is a writer. He said, <laughs> he said, Aston is your typical Sagittarius sun in Cancer moon. What does that mean? He has no clue, but the women love it. Aston, where, where did that come from? You know, I feel like, especially recently, mm-hmm. when I am conversating with <laughs> women, um, the 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 astrology comes up right and so i've i just feel like i've been forced not even forced like i've kind of been interested in like learning about what it all means like to them Mm -hmm. and then just getting to know more about how they perceive me because of it right Mm -hmm. so um you know, the past couple of years, I've been getting more and more in tune with it. Yeah. Um, still don't know what it means. Yeah. 
I was just about to say, what does uh, being a Cancer Moon mean? Because I'm also a Cancer Moon. Really? I'm a Cancer Sun and Moon. Oh my goodness. And and I'm a Cancer. So like. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think I'm like a Libra rising or something. So. You emotional, huh? Wow. Um. So that's gonna be the end of this episode. <laughs> um. It was very great having you on. Uh, you look great in that robe. Uh, no. <laughs> I actually am emotional. Okay. I'm emotional, but I, um, at some point, I started being like, um, I'm an evolved cancer now because I can control my emotions a little better really? than when I was younger. Because I used to, <laughs> baby, you talking about tears? I'd be <laughs> hurt. I mean, and see, that's the thing. Like, tears, I feel like, are okay. It doesn't matter how often. It's it's when you can't control, like, anger. Yeah. Yeah. That's when it gets a little... That was definitely one of my issues when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I used to be like, I'm Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Like, I could be the sweetest person ever, mm -hmm. but, like, if you had me fucked up, it was, it was like that. Mm -hmm. Like... Actually, I still kind of do it, <laughs> but not so much. Like, now it'd be like, oh, you got me messed up. Like, I just cut you off. Yeah. So, because I'm not about to put myself through all that. So, what's your, when's your birthday? December 8th. Are you a, you're a Sag? Yeah, I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. Yeah. So, my daddy. Really? My daddy, my, and two of my sisters are. Hmm. Yeah, they're nuts. Not my daddy, but <laughs> no, actually they're, they're really, um, level headed most of the time. That's interesting. Cause like, like I said, like when I say that, or like when women ask me that or anybody asks me that, they're like, oh, you're a Sagittarius. And I'm like, hmm? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know because I don't think I've ever dated a Sagittarius. I, what I don't like is Aquarius men just... God, they get on my nerves. So I um I try to stay away from that. But um other than that, I really don't know. Oh, and cancer men? No, I have <laughs> I <laughs> I have I'm friends with I'm just I'm surrounded by cancers mm. and, and my friend groups and the people that I know. Yeah. Um you know, that's where I'm going tomorrow to celebrate a friend's birthday. Mm. But I mean everybody's I can see, like, the stark difference between cancer women and cancer men. It's a lot. Because even though women are emotional, mm. like, we definitely hold ourselves better. I feel like because men, they'll be emotional. <laughs> cancer men will be emotional. But they'll try to act like they're not. And yeah. it's like, you're just really not doing a good job of this. Yes. Like, you're trying to pretend like they're logical. Yeah. But really, you're more emotional than I am. And I'll beat your ass. Like, you need to calm down. So, yeah. I would never do that, actually. But it's a line I like to say because it gets, <laughs> gets the point across. Um, <laughs> For legal reasons. <laughs> but, no, I, you are definitely, like... Love-headed. Yeah, which I fi I figured you would be. You're, you're... Yeah. Like, he was like this on the Zooms and stuff. I try to be. Yeah, so... I try to be. And I think that's really great. Thank and you. You're awesome. So, Aston, as far as I know, you're a writer, photographer, mm -hmm. and you love black art. 
I do love black art. And for work, you're a creative coordinator at a... Creative agency. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So what do you do? Um, I work with a producing team and mm-hmm. editors on TV spots and trailers for film and television. Yeah. Yeah. Because I looked you up. Um, oh. After you sent me that bio, um, <laughs> I was like, he's really not telling me like what he does. No. <laughs> I and I know you love black art because yeah. you, you share it on your story like all the time. Mm-hmm. That's how I knew like you and Deontay were the same. I was like, these niggas really like brothers. Oh, yeah. Because um, <laughs> yeah. y'all be sharing Gordon Parks. I'm like, they these deep ass niggas. Uh, <laughs> you should see our group chats. <laughs> but I looked you up and I saw a trailer for, first of all, I don't know if you know that John David Washington was supposed to be my baby daddy. Um, but there is a trailer uh, there is a trailer out that i saw for his next movie yep and you were the coordinator so like what did you do was so basically i'm like i'm kind of like the liaison of what goes on so like Mm -hmm. first what happens is we'll get on a call with the client which is usually the studios Mm -hmm. um and they'll say hey like we're sending you these materials for this movie um it comes out at this time we're looking to have a trailer out by this time Mm -hmm. um do you guys mind just starting on a trailer and these are the things we're looking for for music um for themes and story Mm -hmm. these are the things we don't want in the trailer um and then we'll take that we'll discuss as a producing team and then we'll go out to our in-house editor whoever Mm -hmm. we feel is going to be best for that um and my job is to just make sure everything runs smoothly, that the editor gets all the materials they need from mm-hmm. wherever. Um, and then I'm also sending our cuts to the client, mm-hmm. making sure they get everything. Um, and then it's just a process for weeks on going back and forth with the client of, hey, do you like this? What do you like? What don't you like? Yeah. Let's recut it. Yeah. Um, until finally we lock and we finish it. And then that's what you guys saw was was that final trailer. So. And it's very fire. What's the movie called? The Creator? The Creator, yes. Yeah, I was like, it seemed very like faith-based. Um, Interesting that you would say that. And then because I was like, it's called The Creator. Yeah. But I was like, it's not necessarily about Jesus, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, there's definitely like faith undertones in it. Like, yeah. and they talked about heaven a lot. It was a very good trailer. Also, I the music was that. banging. Thank you. If you get a chance, look at that trailer. Uh, shameless plug for my baby daddy's <laughs> next movie. Um, but, <laughs> and I hadn't even heard of the movie yet. Yeah, it's been, so. it was, it was kind of under wraps. Like I remember they announced it sometime last year the year before that and they just had they just announced that john david washington and jimmy chan were gonna be in it Mm, because you know they're they're the two biggest maybe stars in the movie yeah um and that it was directed by this specific director yeah uh gareth edwards who he did rogue one um and a couple other things like that so Mm -hmm. um there wasn't really much publicity on it yeah um so when I got there, it was actually the first thing that I worked on yeah. at this new company that I'm with. And um, How long have you been there? This will be, I'm coming up on four months. Mm. Yeah. How do you like it? It's nice. Yeah. I like it. I really like the people. Do you think that you'll like want to events and like do more coordinating or do you want to do something else? 
I'm still think I, I think I'm still figuring that out. Um, yeah. Uh, it looks like a lot of people move quick in this mm-hmm. business. Um, so they go from coordinator to associate producer to producer yeah. pretty quickly. Um, it's just you know if you really love it. Yeah. And I'm still learning how to do things, learning how to be the most efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I'm kind of getting the hang of that, it's now okay. How can I? be creative how can i give my creative input when and where yeah now that i kind of have the technicalities of it um so i feel like i'll know by like a year or so if like this is something that i really want to continue pursuing or not um but it's enjoyable it's really enjoyable it seems like it because earlier i asked you like what do you actually want to be doing yeah you were like writing yeah and like why why is writing better than that for you i don't know i just feel like it's you're creating what you want to create you know with when it comes to the business that i'm in it's client focused yeah. right so you have to create something that they want yeah um they're not coming to you and saying hey we want you guys to make what you want to make yeah like just do whatever no because again at the end of the day it's marketing so although even the filmmakers of the movie wanted it to be a specific way yeah the studios and their marketing teams and the analytics and all of that, mm-hmm. they they go and look and they say, nah, we should maybe market it as this type of movie. Mm-hmm. And so we have to go back and say, okay, well, even though it's not that type of movie, we'll, we'll do our best to make it seem like it's that type of movie. Yeah. Um, and that's just what it is. Yeah. So. so you want more creative control. Yeah, in a yeah. sense, in a sense. So yeah. what types of stuff do you want to write? Oh, I tell me about <laughs> so, it. That's a good question. <laughs> that's something I think I've been thinking about a lot. Um, and from what I can tell, that I do like writing is kind of like these surreal stories that are grounded in everyday themes, mm. especially through the black experience and the yeah. black eyes. Um, so yeah, I like to mix like these surreal ideas with just reality yeah. and realism yeah. you know i don't like to go too surreal and i don't like to go too into just this is life yeah. um but if i was leaning i'd probably go towards more life because i feel like i want to connect with those and be relatable yeah which i feel like some people don't want because they want to be able to escape when they watch something yeah, yeah. but you know it's like two That's sides of a coin so many different genres there is though. there so, is because yes. there's definitely people who you know want real life stuff because most of the stuff that i write is based on real life mm-hmm. and i think that there's a lot to learn from you know just everybody's basic experiences for yeah. life especially being black like yes all types of experiences. yes so i feel like you just can't run out of content mm-hmm. but also you know being a writer um financially Sometimes just don't be working. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> always have a backup plan, guys. Yes. You're gonna be in LA because I feel like to be a successful writer, mm-hmm. like making good money, like, geez, you gotta go through it. Mm-hmm. Hence the writer strike at this point. Yeah. But I feel like, um, like, do you just want to solely write, or do you want to do other stuff? I've been trying to think if I want to be a writer director because directing mm. is a whole nother can of worms. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's a dedication. Yes. Um, 
It's, but you didn't do it though. I don't know. That's the yeah. thing. I don't know if I'm built for that. Like you that's a think? you're responsible for a lot of people. But the good thing about directing is though you have a lot of support. You do. You like, do. Like basically, it seems like I ain't no director, but like it seems like when you said like everybody just has to do what you say, so it's like you do have more creative control for mm-hmm. one. But for two, like, if you wrote it and you direct it, like, you can definitely get your point across more. Yeah, that's very so, true. That's very like, true. You know, don't do the thing. I guess. I feel like <laughs> if I was a director, I'd be the type to be like, what do you this think? This little stupid bug. It's all right. Oh, he could chill. <laughs> I hate it. You're messing up the shot. No. He want to be the star for us. <laughs> um... But yeah, I'd probably be the type of director who's like, what do you think? What do you think? Yeah. More collaborative. Um, and because of that, like, I probably would want to come in as a directing team, like maybe mm. with a partner. Yeah. Um, even writing wise, I think about that because, I mean, it's it's hard to just break story by yourself. It is. Um, but so. you can do it, though. I think yeah. that sometimes we think we need other people for stuff. Mm-hmm. That's one of my biggest <laughs> I'd be like, nah, I can't do this, I need. Yeah. <laughs> but you can, though. Like, if you step out there and do it, like, you can get it done, especially if you have to. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think you would be a great director. I appreciate that. And I would like to see something else you've written other than the episode that we wrote together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. That was, oh, my goodness. It so, was <laughs> chef's kiss. Literally perfect. Like, yeah. who's a better team than us? Nobody. And that one guy. Uh, yeah, I don't remember his name, but um, we were great. Yeah. So, but no, do you feel like so? Where are you from? You're from here, right? I'm born and raised L.A. Yeah. Yes. So, what made you stay? Um, it's Los Angeles, California. I know, but like you know, so many people are moving and leaving and blah, blah, um, blah, But what do you love so much about L.A.? I mean, because mostly everybody that's been on here is not from LA. No, that's first. true. That's yeah. true. But then they came here. Yes. So Exactly. Why did y'all come here is the real right. question, right? <laughs> right? Are you like y'all need to leave? Like No, I'm not I'm not one of those like I mean some of not y'all cuz yeah. I I love all y'all. Not us. But some some of y'all <laughs> not not y'all. y'all either. Not y'all either. But some of y'all who's surrounding y'all? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all need to leave because you, you don't even like it here. Yeah. You just come here and then you complain. So why are you here? Yeah. Are you, you like annoyed by people who not really experiencing L.A.? They just experiencing like they'll be in Burbank. Yeah. Like Beverly Hills. That's, my thing is, especially my people of color, right? Yeah. If you come here and you're saying, oh, I don't see people like me. Mm-hmm. We don't have the type of food that I would enjoy. Yeah. But you're staying in a three mile radius of where you live, yeah. north of everything. Yeah. Then you're not experiencing anything. No. You have to get out of that. Los Angeles is huge, and I think a lot of people don't understand that when they come here. Yeah, it's ginormous. Um. So, I, I'm a little annoyed because of that. Yeah. Yeah. You said you're annoyed. Yeah. 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 By people? By people. Yeah. You should be. Complaining. Yeah. <laughs> about, Get on their head. About this great city, this great <laughs> county that has so much to offer. Yeah. So. Yeah. P- 
put respect on LA name. I mean, everybody want to come here. What you come here if you complaining for? Exactly. Shoot. I don't know. But that's definitely one of my issues because, like, right after we graduated and it was COVID. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, damn. Like, I was all like, after we graduate, I'm going to explore LA and blah, blah, blah. But then it was like, I got very used to just being in yeah. in my four corners and i'm like but you have to know that there's so much stuff yeah here like just a couple of weeks ago like i was in downtown la downtown la and we did the whole rooftop thing mm -hmm. and it was like amazing mm -hmm. and i was like this is what i moved to la for like <laughs> <laughs> these types of experiences but i do think that like a lot of people come and it's like oh i'm just coming here to make it mm -hmm. and it's like yeah, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff to do as well. Yeah. Like, it, there's never not anything to do here. So, it's literally just you deciding yeah. that that's not what you're going to do. Exactly. So, but I love that you love L.A. Yes. I, I think that's great. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hearing that you don't love it. I do. Okay. Even when I go home and they be like, so, like, how how's L.A.? And I'm like, it's perfect, actually. Thanks a lot. So, no. I love LA. I just don't do enough, mm. but that's on me. Cause I'd be like, oh, I just, I just don't feel like. But it. I feel like, cause that's I'm old. You are not. Cause I'm old. <laughs> if there is something about being in your thirties and just not wanting to be around like people, and I'm like, if I can do something specific, like, okay. like I went to the Black Boy Art Show. Mm -hmm. I like stuff like that. Like, it's this event. Mm -hmm. There's a time, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna go home at this time, and I had a good time. Okay. Like, but just like, oh, we've been going to a day party. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I hear you on that. I'm like, what's the parking situation look like? And like, uh, you gonna have to Uber. I, like, you gonna have to Uber. And that's another thing. Everything is expensive. It is. Literally, the only reason I don't be out is because everything's expensive, yeah. and I'm old. Like. It don't have nothing to do with L.A. Because I be doing the same thing in Kansas City. Okay. So, yeah. No, baby, I ain't tripping off your city now. All right. No. I was <laughs> just making sure. No. Just making sure. I would absolutely never. Okay. But, no. I feel like it's great that you're, like, from here. So, do you feel like you got to experience things firsthand as far as, like, the industry? Or do you feel like you were just as, like... Like, do you feel like you had better opportunities because you were already here? Whereas the rest of us were, like, trying to get here. Um, I would say maybe. Like, obviously, I don't know experience-wise, like, coming from y'all. Like, yeah. somebody coming to L.A. for, you know, yeah. looking for, <laughs> hey, this is my dream. This is what yeah. I want to do. Um, But I was also, like, I also figured out kind of later that I wanted to go into the industry and, mm, and pursue that? entertainment. Probably, like, my junior year of college. Mm. Yeah, mm. sophomore, junior year in between yeah. that. Um, what did you want to do before that? Before that, I wanted to go into sports medicine. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. And then I took that uh, – organic chemistry class for oh. two weeks and i said nah, i don't think i can do this yeah. um it's awful and <laughs> I, a couple of my friends were taking these classes at the film school and i was like oh that's a thing like mm -hmm. you could have a career out of that 
Mm. What kind of careers can you get from that? Mm. And so I would just sit in on classes, and then I was like, oh, I actually want to take a couple of these classes next year. Yeah. Um, and so I switched my major to communication because the film school at USC is a four-year program. Oh, okay. So, you, I mean, if I wanted to transfer in, I would have had to do extra years, mm. and I ain't got the money. For, I mean, yeah. I had the money. I already didn't have the money. Yeah. I was already taking out loans. Yeah. Right? So I was just like, okay, I, what I'll do is I'll minor – in cinematic arts so I could take those classes but I'll like pair it with communication because I can just go straight into that and so that's what I did um and after er, my senior year I did an internship in the industry and I was like okay I like this I think I could make this work maybe yeah um but yeah before that I didn't really think about working in entertainment Mm -hmm. didn't even cross my mind yeah Um, yeah. That's kind of how I was because I got my bachelor's in English mm. and it wasn't until I was looking for master's programs that I was like, oh, like they have film schools <laughs> like, and I can get a screenwriting degree. Yeah. That's cool because mm. I just be watching the same TV shows over and <laughs> So like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. But do you feel like, um, did you ever feel like you were behind the curve? Because you started, like, later. you were kind of later. Yeah. I did. And I still kind of feel like I'm behind the curve. Like, I have a lot of people who are around my age now who are, like, in more just slightly senior roles. Or mm-hmm. what they did is they went the agency route, yeah. which is, you know, typical. Yeah. But I was, I was scared. I was like, look, I, yeah. somebody throw a stapler at me. I don't know what I'm going to do. So... I didn't. I never went the agency route, <laughs> and I was like, "Look, if I can dodge that and make it yeah. work, then I will." Yeah. And so, but you seem to like when I was creeping on your LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I was like, "Your trajectory it seemed like perfect. Like you literally went from like your internship and everything like coincided." And I was like, "Wow!" Like, yeah. And all of your jobs were in the industry. They were. They yeah. were. I. I mean. The thing about the industry is like the skills that you acquire and it on your resume, yeah. all these different um, roles, it's kind of hard to like switch out of it. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, I'll even during the hard times, like with COVID, yeah. um, I was like, I'll try to stick with this and maybe do freelance because I just can't imagine trying to get a different role in a different type of realm yeah with this type of experience yeah um so i mean i stuck with it and that's how i got here yeah yeah and i think that's dope like do you feel like you're successful at this point i wouldn't say so yet no no not yet what what do you think success is what does it look like for you success for me would be spearheading like my own projects Mm. probably would be success and like actually finishing them like i have yeah. a <laughs> i have a problem with not finishing yeah. things so we actually all do. yeah yeah i have like 17 like i always be like sam i got this idea yes and he'd be like okay like you have an idea every other week yeah, yeah. i'm like well gosh <laughs> is that a problem <laughs> i have ideas like you just need to um you just need to be on board for whatever i decide to do exactly so I don't know. I think that it's very commendable 
that like because when I was looking at it I was like a creative coordinator I feel like it's not something that you automatically think like oh like when I get in the industry I want to do this Mm -hmm. like because a lot of those like other jobs Mm -hmm. people don't even know they exist half the time yeah so like that was very cool to me because I have I was the same like I was like I don't really want to work for an agency like because people get on my nerves like like, I feel like even at my job like people are bad enough and a a lot of our clients are in the industry and I'd be like wow like y'all really jerks yeah that shit is annoying but I think that it's commendable you know just kind of work in the system because at some point like when you are ready to break out i feel like it's gonna be seamless like and you're already writing and stuff yeah you're literally in (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i but you're also making a lot of connections though no that's very true yeah so like because i feel like that is super duper important like because most of the time it's who you know yeah so I i don't know i think you're doing great i'm trying you know <laughs> just out here trying to survive i think that okay so let me see i was gonna ask you something but i feel like i already asked you <laughs> ask again no i was gonna say um i was gonna say how did you get started but i pretty much already asked you that i feel like no i think i asked you when you got started you asked me when but i think i kind of said how i got started i mean i could yeah. go into more detail yeah like in the industry itself yeah. um because I, like you definitely it's like you started at school but like how did you like get that first like gig yeah so i my first gig was in development mm. as an intern at stars and i was i was a huge fan of power yeah and i i saw it like (laughs) during my last year i was like oh like this would be really cool to get like i need to get my resume ready i don't know what to say yeah but like i really worked on a cover letter for like a month and i sent it and i got a call for an interview Mm -hmm. and at that time i think they were kind of trying to embrace um telling stories from a lot of people of color yeah storytellers um and minority storytellers um and so i think that's low-key why it was like oh you know yeah we could use you yeah um <laughs> are there so, a lot of minorities in your like field in well, this specific I field say, like your more like your office like i would so I, the company i work with now they kind of yeah. make it a priority yeah which is oh, again like Working in this business, I don't know if I could do it with any other company because just of the certain values that this company has, like I can agree with and be on board with. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's they definitely make it a priority to hire a lot of people who come from different backgrounds. And I think it helps like you have so many different perspectives um, and it's needed, Mm -hmm. especially with all the different types of projects that come in. Um, But when I was doing that first internship i think i was the only black person in the office at the time mm. or at least in our department i hate that and how many of there were you like all together in that specific department there was i think like seven of us mm-hmm. and it kind of crossed into the current programming department yeah so with them it was probably like 10 or 11 mm-hmm. um mm. And you light skin. 
Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> we both light skin. <laughs> but I'm a light skin woman. That's very true. It's a little different. It is. It's very different. But no, it was. <laughs> well, if I'm if I'm if I'm also including like current programming, it was like three of us because two two were assistants. They were both black women, great black women. Mm. Um, and then there was me who was an intern. Um, so that was, that was who we were Mm -hmm. at the time, but I'm sure like they changed that because again, they were starting to embrace a different, um, trajectory of what they wanted to do with that. Yeah. Do you uh, feel like you have more of a voice at the place you're at now? Um, yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. I think they try to encourage me to have a voice, um, especially when it's needed on certain projects. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something, like, I struggle with is, like, I was about to, I was literally where, just about to say, like, because you're so, like... Yeah, I'm kind of laid back. Yeah. Like, I I, I, make, I don't want to step on toes. Like, that's a yeah. big thing about me. Step on toes. I, I know I should, right? Like, but I, don't, I just don't. Like, I see so many people, and I'm like, dang, I was really bold that you said that. Yeah. But, like, you also... Are noticed now like they actually got to hear your perspective yeah. but i'm just like i'll just keep it in my back pocket in case they ask me for my perspective mm. but i know i shouldn't i shouldn't be doing that <sighs> i don't know i'm very well because i'm not really like quiet mm. and stuff so but you know i feel like there's a way for different personalities to step on toes in a way mm-hmm. but i feel like you being so like relax like there's definitely tactics yeah because you know people who are quiet and then one day they like look (laughs) (laughs) i i ain't having this so but no just say your do your thing because like why not have your voice you're there no that i mean it makes sense it's very important it is so i'm gonna need you to start speaking up i will for you because thank you I will Thanks. You. you all heard that. So if Aston gets fired, it's not my fault. Um, so don't do the most. Okay, I won't I won't enough. do the most. Enough. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> no, I think that's cool though. But also I feel like um especially since you're a black man, yeah, it's very important for you to be heard mm-hmm. and like like, you better make sure that people see you. No, that's, I mean, that's true. But also, kind of on the reverse of that, being a black man, it's kind of anxiety-inducing to do that. Because you never know how they'll perceive whatever it is you're saying. Yeah. You know? That's true. So, it's like you kind of have to move carefully, basically. Yeah. and you kind of yeah and you you kind of start overthinking and that's why i kind of get into the zone of like okay yeah i have this idea but i'm just gonna keep it in the back pocket for when they need it yeah and if they ask me hey yeah actually i was thinking about this this is what i think we should do Mm -hmm. but like obviously if it's gonna be some you know if they doing something that's like okay guys yeah this ain't gonna. I just want to make sure you're sticking up. For no, I am. I'm sticking up for. Can't do everything for y'all. No, so. uh, you are right about that. <laughs> you are right, and I. That's I something I definitely learned, <laughs> and I think I, I'll take it a step further. That's something that like I've, like looking back, it's like I need to do a better job of sticking up for you guys. Yes. 
So I don't even know what you've done or have it, but yes, you need to. No, but yeah, so <laughs> that's something that I, I've found that like, okay, that's something that I need to work on. Like, cause y'all have just obviously done so much for we, us we time and time y'all. again. Yeah, absolutely. We literally love y'all. So like, yeah, get that shit together. Yeah. So I'm listening. I'm sorry. No, you I'm good. Switching like, gears. So <laughs> you were good. But no. Okay. So. This has been great, y'all. This is Aston's first first podcast. It is my I'm first podcast. I'm actually very much enjoying this, and I love you real bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you. Okay. First of all, if you had a personal motto, what would it be? Personal motto. Yes. I do kind of have one that I say to myself every day during my affirmations, mm-hmm. and it is. Nothing is more resistant than loving myself and believing in myself. Mm. Yes. And what do you mean by it being resistant? When I think about being a black man, being being a black person, um, I think about, you know, what it is to be our ancestors' Mm. wildest dreams. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that, to me, is... It means a lot of resistance to yeah. the type of society that we're in today and yeah. how we the society that we've been in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I always ask myself, OK, how what what is it that I can do to be resistant? Like, you know, not everybody is going to be Malcolm X, Kwame yeah. Toure, yeah. Um, Asata Shakur. Like not everybody's going to be them. Um, but I think we can all do something in our daily lives yeah. to resist. Yeah. And that's something that I found powerful, you know, some especially as somebody who's like, you know, who's grown up kind of being insecure in who they are because you're black in a lot of these white spaces. Yeah. Um, So kind of trying to unlearn all of that and say to myself, okay, well, if I just make it a priority to love myself and believe in myself and all the things that I'm doing today, then that's being resistant. Yeah. Um, to whatever powers that be. Yeah. Um. So that's the motto that I live by. Yeah. yeah. Is there anybody that was like influential in you? I guess like coming into your own, like whether they be close to you or famous or whatever. It's a good question. Coming into my, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'm still actively coming into my own. Yeah. Um. I think I made it a priority to do that in 2023. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm surrounded by a lot of great people who've like been campaigning for me to do that for a while. Um, whether that's family, um, or friends, Mm -hmm. you know, I've had, I've had my friends for a very long time. Um, and I'm very appreciative of them and, and the circle that they've formed around me. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's hard to just say one person. I think my mom is, my mom was very... She was like my biggest fan. Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. <laughs> and so, you know, if it was somebody who was spearheading it, it would probably be her. Um, but my dad as well. Yeah. Um, he's he's like me. He's a very quiet person. Yeah. But like he has his moments of like, hey, like you did this amazing or you yeah. are doing this amazing. I think it was. Um, What was this last year? It was last year around this time, actually, I made a a little small short film on my IG because I just mm-hmm. do that sometimes when I feel yeah. I 
like mom. being creative yeah so that was yeah. one um <laughs> but i made this second one last year and he i didn't even because he's i don't know 60 almost and oh. i'm like how he don't even be on yeah. ig for real so be lurking. yeah so i guess he saw it and he was like you know what you're doing with this like you can really like feel what you're trying to say mm. and that was like one of the biggest compliments he ever gave I to me love that. yeah yeah it's so, from your daddy yeah like, yeah like yeah no yeah. so i was that 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 really helped me and and that's something that i always think about because yeah. and that's super important that he speaks life into you in that way. yeah and that's beautiful that he does yeah so yeah shout out to dad shout out to dad but my last question okay <laughs> if you could teach a master class on anything what would it be master class See, that's interesting because, like, is a master class different than a TED talk? I think it is. A master class, Do you, you think so? I think so because a master class, you're like teaching something pretty specific, whereas a TED mm. talk, you could just be talking about anything. That's true. Yeah. So, so a master class. A master class, I would say bringing music and visuals together. Mm. yeah so how you can tell a story through both yeah you know whether it's like oh you have a film and it's just missing something or mm. you you need you need a specific emotion in the scene how you can bring music into that to make sure you're getting your point across Absolutely. or if you have music and you're like okay well this needs a visual yeah how you can bring visuals to that or if you just have a story to tell mm -hmm. Um, how you can bring both into one thing because that's something that like as I've started to become a filmmaker both of them inform each other for me yeah and it's something that I want to do throughout the rest of my career is kind of bring the two together because I think they're very they work very well together mm. and they're very mm. synonymous especially in the black experience mm. yeah right on brother <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Yes. So the last thing that we're gonna I know I said last question, but like the last official question. So we are gonna play a little round of rapid questions. Oh. I'm going to ask you ten questions. Okay. And just the first answer you think of, shoot it off to me. This is gonna be the intrusive <laughs> thoughts. Oh Lord. I don't I, they're they're very simple. Okay. It shouldn't be that bad, I don't think. They're, they're just... Look at me. You okay? Okay. I'm blind. Give me a second. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. First question. What has been your favorite age so far? 23. I didn't realize I would kind of want to know the, the reason why, but <laughs> they're rapid questions, so I have to keep going. <laughs> Cause you said it real fast. We'll go back to that. You're right. Okay. Uh, what is your go-to lazy dinner? Ooh, just some white rice and some type of meat. Mm, yeah. Okay. And a veggie like Brussels sprouts. What is your favorite thing to do in the summertime? Um, ooh, lay in a hammock in the shade and either listen to music, read a book, or talk to somebody. 
Okay, what item is worth spending more money on? Oh, that's a great one. I would say uh, an item of clothing Mm -hmm. as an investment, like a specific piece. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's going to obviously make you feel more confident in yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Okay, okay, okay. If you could afford any car, which one would it be? Which one would you drive? That's the worst question to ask me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It's the worst question to ask me because I love a lot of darn cars. I don't know if we could curse on this. Yes, you can. I'm still not going to do that because I'm a <laughs> godly young man. Um, yeah. And you know, I just, sorry, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, today, I will go with a Eleanor Mustang. Which okay. is a it's a classic Mustang. It's a very specific type of Mustang. I'll go with that. I'll have to Google that. Okay. I, I only know regular Mustangs. I think. <laughs> okay. Let's see. If you could be transformed into one animal, which one would you choose? Tiger. Okay. Come on, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> um, what is your hidden talent? <sighs> I don't think I have a hidden talent. Some people would say that I can sing a little bit, but I don't agree with them. Come on, Al Green. I don't agree. Okay. You're going to have to. Love and happiness. (laughs) 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 I'm dead. Yes, but I love that. Okay. Finish the phrase. The way to my heart is. An oxtail plate. Hmm. That's a that's a good answer. That is good. Okay, is your bed made right now? It actually is. Mm, okay, okay. What is your favorite body part? Oh my goodness! Wait, is okay. See, you, I, I did say we were getting grown and sexy, but I didn't mean it. So <laughs> this is this is on me. This body part is on me. Yes. Okay, I was just making sure. Um. I like my hands, I guess. I get complimented. I get complimented on them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And the last question, what is your favorite song? Oh, my goodness. Also, the worst question (laughs) to ask me. That changes literally every day. Today, I will go with... Oh, man. It's either going to be D'Angelo or Prince today. Mm-hmm. I'll go with Prince today. She's always in my hair, the 12-inch version, mm. which comes on the B-side of the Raspberry Beret Ooh, album. Look at you. That's so specific. Mm. Now I'm curious, what's your favorite D'Angelo song today? Today, he always he also has a cover of She's Always in My Hair, which is great. A lot of people don't cover songs great. Yeah. D'Angelo's not one of those people. Yeah. He covers He's everything. Amazing. I mean, he is amazing. Yeah. Me, and, me and Deontay talk about him all the time. <laughs> um, but, oh, is it Spanish joint? No, I'm going to go with Really Love. Mm-hmm. Really oh. Love is my favorite. Ooh. Anytime D'Angelo taps into that Spanish guitar, mm. which he does a lot. It's good. It's going to be a classic. It's good. Yes. And D'Angelo's amazing. Like, he is amazing. One day he should be on the Black Retreat. So, D'Angelo, if you ever see this, hey, come on, talk to me. Please. (laughs) I will be here, too. Yes. Well, this was absolutely perfect. I'm so glad. (laughs) I am so glad we finally met. Yes. This was an absolutely beautiful experience. Thank you 
Yeah, I told you I'd be doing it. It's that. okay. We it waited till the end. <laughs> it waited till the end. I'm so glad you came through to it was, play with me. It was my pleasure. Retreat. And I hope that you come back someday. I will be. You let me know. Director. So, okay. Yes. You speaking something into existence, yeah, ain't you? And okay. we're going to sit down again and you're going to tell me about your production company that you have. Okay. So, and you will also tell me about yours? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. But this is amazing. Thank you so much for stopping by. And I will see you all next time on the Black Retreat. Bye. Nice meeting y'all as well. Oh, <laughs>